Hi, good jobs, everyone. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Noah, and I wanted to look at the creation of the world in comparison to the destruction um, with the Mabel in this week's Parsha and Parsha's Noah, Parakhas. So Rabbi David Foreman makes a comparison between the two, and he says, in Bracious, in Parakal of Pasuk Bays, Hashem's spirit was above the waters. It says, Beruach al Pneamaim. So what's going on there, right? So we know, obviously, Hashem's spirit was above the waters. That's in the first day of creation. In Noah, in Parakhas Pasuk Aleph, it says, Ruach al Haaret Vayishku Hamaim, that the wind blew over the waters. So we clearly see this Ruach slash Hashem's presence over the waters. Day two. Day two, we see that the water was above and below. That's that's the creation of day two, that the waters were above and below, we know. And in Noah, we see that we reset to that second day of creation when the waters come from the rain and the waters come from the earth with the ocean over flooding and these Maya note over flooding into the earth and the world completely being consumed in water like it was in the second day of creation. The third day of creation is compared to Noah also because the water recedes to the dry land. The water recedes to the dry land also in Noah. The water recedes to the dry land and has in trees form on the third day. Where else do we see trees in the story of Noah? We see trees with the olive branch from the dove. On day four, the sun and the moon are created. The sun and the moon are not destroyed in Noah. Why are the sun and moon not destroyed in Noah? We'll get to that in a second. Day five is compared to Noah because the birds and the fish, fish were obviously not destroyed in Noah because the fish were in the water. They wouldn't have been wiped out. But the birds were all killed except for the dove. Noah sends out the dove and the dove doesn't come back. That means that the, the, the birds are now on the earth. Day number six is compared to Noah because on day number six, humans and animals inhabit the world. And in the Noah story, Noah opens the teva, allowing humans and animals to inhabit the earth. So clearly there's this clear connection between Noah and the story of the Mabel. What's the connection? So I think you could see the connection between the first creation of the world and the second creation of the world with the Mabel through day four. Day four, which is the sun, moon, and stars, which weren't on the earth. It wasn't part of the environment, the direct environment of the earth. And therefore, they didn't need to be wiped out. Whereas everything else that was the environment of the earth, that was providing the environment for humans and animals, had to be wiped out. So the question that many people ask is, what was the reason for the flood? If you ask anyone, most people will say the reason for the flood was because humans were doing immoral things, and therefore the world had to be wiped out. So based on this mefarish, I think we could say that the world wasn't wiped out due to human sins, but rather it was almost secondary that humans were wiped out. We could prove this in the Psukim, in Parak Vav, Psukim, Yod Aleph, through Yod Beis. The word Haaretz, Haaretz Hamas, Haaretz, 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 is brought up four times. The word Adam is not brought up once, implying that it was almost the Earth's fault for the reason of destruction, and not humans' fault for destruction. It was this reset of creation, this renovation of creation. It was this renovation of the world that Hashem was doing through the Mabel. And humans just didn't have a place to go. They didn't have another home to go to. And therefore, they were wiped out. It's like uh, an episode of Love It or List that totally gone wrong. Creation 2.0 
after the Mahal has one significant nafkamina. The significant difference between the first creation and the second creation of the world is humans' free will and power in the world after the Mahal. After the Mahal, Hashem swears that He's never going to destroy the world again. He's never going to have another Mahal. There will never be another renovation of the world. The humans in the first creation, Adam and Chava, the humans in the first creation of the world weren't held nearly as responsible. Their environment was held responsible for their actions in many ways. In the second creation, humans are held as the landowners of the world. And we see that because Noah is now commanded to eat meat. So the take-home message, I think, is pretty simple. It's that we are in full control of the world from after the time of Noah, even more so than we were in the time of Adam and Chava. And therefore, we need to watch our actions significantly more closely and take responsibility for our actions even more so than we would have in the times of Adam. Have a great Shabbos, everyone.